You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Hi, welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. We have a, not, a lot of new, oh my God, doing really well for myself. <laughs> we have a lot of new listeners out there. So welcome in. Happy that you're joining us. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, you might want to consider giving us a luscious five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you love us even more, patreon.com forward slash dinosaur rewind, 10% discount for a yearly membership. Vinny and we have three amazing tiers so come check it out and I'm joined as always by my faithful co-host got Nate Christian and Chevin Nooney and backstage on Taco Tuesday is Sean Fournier Fournier I don't know Tennessee Sean doing some producing so gentlemen how are we tonight I'm doing great I mean what a podcast we had the last episode is a doozy got to talk about two great prospects but it's a beautiful time of the year weather's starting to get better not here. Just, baseball is coming around. World Baseball Classic. Mm. Weather here is great. We got about 75 degrees today, boys. Oh. Sun. It was amazing. It is miserable here. Yeah. Pennsylvania is, is like, you know, I haven't snowed all year. So now mm. let's snow more in March than we have all winter. I mean, it's okay. not accumulating. It's just like I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Well, at least you yeah. got all those Eagles helmets in the background, though. That's pretty I do. cool. Yeah, so I'll be reorganizing my office i meant to do it last week but i had to clean a bunch of junk out and got a new desk i'll be putting that together hopefully this weekend mm. and then the helmets will go over there but you guys won't be able to see them so. are they autographed or are they just they are helmets? all all these back here are autographed jeez so um that's pretty sick this one is uh lane johnson we got right here oh nice yeah wow. it like a nice... boomer sooner I want to make a nice um, – I might get some shelving and, like, ring the whole room with them. So, But I have a lot of big ideas that just never get done. So, yeah. yeah. It's good to be the CEO. Yeah. Why the Pam <laughs> <Yeah>. big bucks? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that they do. You know what's big bucks, too? Super flex leagues. I know nobody plays one quarterback leagues anymore, so I've heard on YouTube. But today we're making some tough dynasty decisions because guess what? Not every decision is easy. So we're going to be doing, I'll tell you what, I love this. Bob puts a segment together. It is a fantastic job. Let's give it up for Bob. Oh, yeah. Come to the Canton Fantasy Football Expo where you can meet Bob and his even cooler other half, Alanis. She's amazing by the way, but he puts this together and this is rookies versus vets. Everybody loves a shiny new thing, right? That's what we talk about all off season rookie class coming in. Is it good? Is it bad? Do we love these guys? Do we hate them? But you can't forget about the guys that are already producing and giving you points right now. So we're looking at sleepers current ADP for these rookies. I mean, within a few days, if by the time you listen to it, the ADP is off, please don't send me nasty messages because just just work with me a little bit here. And, you know, so we put these guys in the DLF's trade analyzer. We found what was a suggested fair value for the pick that the rookie ADP coincided with. Okay. All values are super flex. All values are super flex. I'm going to say it one more time. All <laughs> values are super flex. So if I come on this video and I see anybody saying, oh, nice 18 one quarterback league, all values are super flex. Let's move on. Chef, we're going to start with you. At the 105, JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Would you rather have JSN 
or former Heisman Trophy winner Devonta Smith. Yeah, so with this being one quarterback league, I'm going <laughs> to – I'm just kidding. We're going super flex, baby. We're going super flex. With this being super flex, I'd much rather have Devonta Smith at this point. Okay. I know exactly what I'm getting from him. I know the team he's on. I know the production that he can produce. From week 10 to week 18, he saw over eight targets in all of those games. Doesn't get much better than that. You're getting plenty of targets in an offense that is super productive. Yes, they like to run the football, but if I'm seeing eight targets in, what is that, 10 weeks almost, I love that. I want to see that. I want to see him finish like that every single season. And he's got A.J. Brown next to him now. Doesn't have to be the dude. Doesn't have to make every single play. There's other guys around him that can make these plays, and it takes the pressure off of him. I think we saw him grow. He didn't come out the best his rookie season, but we knew the talent that he has, the slim reaper, the the small guy that everybody was talking about two years ago where I don't know if he's going to make it. The guy won a Heisman for peace sake. The dude's a stud. Now, Jack Smith, the Jigba, absolute stud. Maybe you guys disagree with me, but I think he has plenty of potential, but I want the proven talent already. I've already seen it. I know the offense. I know who his QB hopefully is going to be, especially Mike. Mike really hopes he's going to be the QB of the future. I love what I see from Devonta Smith. What about you guys? Yeah. So I actually, I had Devonta Smith higher rated as a prospect. I'm going to, I'm going to take him now too. <laughs> I'm going to continue to take him over JSN. You know, JSN at his ceiling, I think, is what Devonta Smith is right now. Devonta Smith was wide receiver 14 this year. Why? I mean, Devonta Smith is a fringe wide receiver one in Dynasty. Um, he's going to continue to put up these stats. I think he's going to continue to be a top 16 wide receiver. And if JSN becomes a top 16 wide receiver, you're happy. And I think that's what a lot of us project him to be. But you already got that in Devonta Smith, who is only what two, three years older than JSN. I'm taking Devonta Smith right now. He's having my team out right now. He's a guy that's going to win me weeks. JSN might do that, but not for another, you know, year or two. Nate, just out of curiosity, where did you find where he was wide receiver 14? On Fantasy Pros, it has him as wide receiver nine. Yeah, I think I saw him at nine, too. Even so better. I was looking at player profiler. Uh, okay. they, they were looking at fantasy points per game. Oh, okay. Perhaps even more impressive. Then. Yeah, I was just looking at just overall finish. He finished as the wide receiver nine. So, yeah, even a little bit better. I'm going with Devonta Smith here. I mean, the fact is, yes, I understand Jalen Hurts is going to be the Eagles quarterback for the foreseeable future. But like as Sean is saying, known productive commodities all day. I don't think he's going to be the wide receiver nine year in and year out. Mm-hmm. We have to factor in that Dallas Goddard did miss five games last year. Dallas Goddard does take a ton of targets, rightfully so. So does A.J. Brown, rightfully so. The Eagles offense is going to look a little bit different next year. Lost some linemen. Kenneth Gamewell is not going to be the starter. They're losing Miles Sanders. They signed Rashad Penny for some reason. Well, they did get him cheap. So I guess the more I think about it, the less I hate it. But give me Devonta Smith all day. I do want to say one thing. I've said on previous podcasts, Chev, you mentioned the Slim Reaper. A lot of these guys in this class are getting Slim Reaper comps, and they shouldn't. No, Being small and skinny is not a reason for you to be the Slim Reaper, okay? <laughs> Devonta Smith is tactically one of the best route runners I've ever seen come out of college. Yep. He looked like a pro playing against underclassmen, which he essentially was in the SEC. Mm-hmm. He was game ready from day 
one. I wish some of his route running would rub off on Quez Watkins, but it do be <laughs> what it do be, as they say. So I think we're all in agreement there. Devonta Smith over JSN. Not saying we don't like JSN. We're going with the proven commodity here. Yep. Let's move on. The 106, Anthony Richardson. I'm going to start with this one. Would you rather have Anthony Richardson or Trey Lance? I would rather have Anthony Richardson. Trey Lance is going into his third season, and the only thing he's done is disappoint me. I don't want to say I told you so because of injuries, so I'm not. But right now, he has done relatively nothing for you. What you've paid for him has been too much. I'm ready to move on. Chev, you've said it before. If you can't trust the guy, we're talking about Roquan Smith. You know, you don't want he doesn't want to be there. You don't want him there. You move on, you get what you can. I'm ready to trade him in for the new upgraded model. Give me Anthony Richardson. Nate, agree with me. I am agreeing with you. I would rather have Anthony Richardson as well. I I know that whoever drafts Anthony Richardson really wants Anthony Richardson. I don't know if the 49ers really want Trey Lance at this point. They might really want Brock Purdy. They might want neither, and they just almost want to just restart the clock and get someone totally new with maybe more upside than Brock Purdy. I don't know what the 49ers want to do, and they might not even know what they want to do. But whoever drafts Anthony Richardson will know what they want to do with him. And, you know, I don't have to pay out the rookie contract, but I still kind of want to reset the clock here. Go with Anthony Richardson, the younger guy, the guy that if I'm looking at the unknown, I'll take the guy who hasn't even had a chance to prove it versus the guy that – while he also hasn't really had the chance to prove it, he's been in the league for two years and unfortunately hasn't been able to prove it yet. So I'm going with the fresh flavor here and going with Anthony Richardson. Chev, we going three for three here? Nate, you said it perfect. One team is going to want Anthony Richardson, and I don't even know if Trey Lance is going to be the starter for the San Francisco 49ers. I don't know if they really wanted him. I don't know, but he hasn't had the chance to prove it. I want to see what Trey Lance can bring to the table. I think he's got a good game. Yeah. I think he's impressive. I think he's an incredible athlete. I think they're two similar players where, you know, very athletic, really not sure what they bring to the passing game, but you know that they're going to be an athlete out on the field. They're not going to be somebody that takes a bunch of sacks probably. They're going to run around, and it's going to make their team a little bit better. Trey Lance has just not been able to do that. He just has not been able to prove it just because of injury and whatnot. He played in a game against the Bears where it was pouring and windy as could be. Can't really judge a guy on that. So I'm going with Anthony Richardson as well. I think whatever team drafts him, they're going to want him. Is it going to take a year to maybe play out? I, I think it could. I think he could wait a little bit. I would love to see him wait a little bit, honestly. Yeah. I think that would be great for him. But I, I'm taking Anthony Richardson. I think the hype is there. I think athletically he's just gifted. He's just gifted enough to where you can move on from Trey Lance and say, I'm getting – Maybe the next Trey Lance, or maybe I'm going to get the Trey Lance that we thought we were going to get. Well, apparently he's the next Cam Newton, which is what I've been hearing. So, hey, look, if that's what Anthony Richardson turns into, you're going to have a really nice window of a competitive quarterback that is going to give you a ton, a ton of fantasy points. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, sign me up. <clears throat> Pardon me. At the 107, we got Jordan Addison. So, Chef, we're just going to keep it with you for right now. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have Jordan Addison or Jerry Judy, keeping in mind Sean Payton coming in? We know the type of offense that Sean Payton has. By Greg Dulcich while you can, not saying he's the next Jimmy yes. Graham, but by Greg Dulcich mm-hmm. right now. So, Sean Payton coming in, Jerry Judy, is Russ going to cook? What are you doing here? 
Yeah, you know, I think the best thing that they did this offseason was just go get lineman help so Russ doesn't have to run around like a chicken with his head cut off. So I think that helps the passing game. Obviously, it's going to help hopefully Javante some point get back to health and get back to being the guy we think he can be. But, you know, I think I'm going to go Jerry Judy here. I know the offense that he's in. He, I mean, it, it could happen tomorrow. The dude gets traded. I mean, it just seems like they're shopping around either Corlin Sutton or him. I think Judy, I would rather have Judy just because of the route running and everything that he brings to that. I would love to see him have better hands, but I think Jerry Judy's in a good offense. He has a hopefully great quarterback coming back to life here. I just need, I need Russ to quit being corny. I just need Russ <laughs> to shut his mouth, play the game of football, and not be around cameras at all. I, I like Jerry Judy. I think Jordan Addison brings a lot to the table too. I'm not particularly the highest on this class wide receiver wise. I think Jordan Addison has ability to be great, but I like the offense Jerry Judy's in. I like the quarterback that he has with him. I'm going to stick with Jerry Judy for now. Nate? Yeah, this is a really, really close one for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I do want to go Jordan Addison because I believe that Jordan Addison, you know, has has the upside to be, you know, a, a really good wide receiver. But I, I still believe that upside exists in Jerry Judy. And with Russell Wilson being there, with Sean Payton coming into town, with the rumors that they're going to be moving on from one of the many wide receivers they have, I think I'm going to be taking Jerry Judy in this instance because I've already seen the flashes of what he can do. I really rated him as a prospect coming out of college. I've seen the flashes of in the NFL. I just need a consistent offense around him. And I think that the wide receiver that they trade is not going to be Jerry Judy. I think they're going to build around Jerry Judy. They're going to be looking to move off of Tim Patrick or Cortland Sutton, I believe, and move off one of those contracts as well. So I don't know what the future holds for Jerry Judy and if he'll continue his second contract with the Denver Broncos or not, but the potential that he has this year to really break out and be one of the top wide receivers in the NFL, I still believe in that talent, and I think this is the year that he finally gets over that hump. He was a wide receiver too last year too, so not bad. Not bad. So it sounds like we're all in the Jerry Judy wagon here. Mm-hmm. I mean – we're talking about this Denver Broncos offense. Joe Lombardi is coming in as their offensive coordinator. When he was quarterback coach of the Saints, Drew Brees passed for over 5,000 yards four times. Pretty good. I mean, 20,000 passing yards in four seasons is insane. We all loved Jerry Judy when he was coming out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't have the the grading system then that I do now, but I'm pretty sure if I did, Jerry Judy would have been ranked higher than Jordan Addison. Nate, do you have a comp there? Yeah, I, I have Jerry Judy uh, over Jordan Addison as well. You know, I, I, Jordan Addison has the highest tape grade for this class for me, but I think this is a weaker wide receiver class to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Jerry Judy, uh, he was. My wide receiver 1A and 1B right if they were CD Lamb that year. Really good draft class at the top there. We we saw a ton of good wide receivers coming out of that draft class, but uh, Jerry Judy, yeah, really good prospect. Yeah, so I'm sticking Jerry Judy. You know, the fact that you have Sean Payton, Joe Lombardi coming in, you have an established quarterback, and likely Jordan Addison could go to a place where the situation is not as good. We don't know yet. Obviously, we're speculating, but I still want – the proven combining, he's battled some injuries, but I think he gets back on track this year. He had almost a thousand yards last year. It's gonna be Jerry Judy as well. Let's mm-hmm. go to the next one at the 110. Would you rather have Zach Charbonnet 
or Najee Harris? This is a tough one. I was looking at it before the show. I'm still in undecided, so I'm not going to go first. <laughs> but I think Nate is. All right. Yeah, so as much as I love Zach Charbonnet, Najee Harris, I know what I'm getting with Najee Harris, right? And I'm getting a lot of volume. I'm getting check downs from Kenny Pickett. I'm getting goal line opportunities on an offense that hopefully can get better because they can't really get too much worse. And while, yeah, Zach Charbonnet resets the clock a little bit, and I do like Zach Charbonnet, and I think, you know, this is actually a really, really good one put together by Bob because I think these players are kind of similar to even. So I, I like this comparison. I could really go either way. And I think this one would be up to what my team is doing. Mm-hmm. If I am contending, you know, I'm going Najee Harris. If I'm looking to rebuild or I'm, you know, maybe contending this year, but certainly next year, Zach Charbonnet going the long-term play there. But right now in a vacuum, I'm taking Najee Harris. I think the volume that he is guaranteed is just too much to give up on uh, in fantasy football. Chev, agree or disagree? I, I'm, I'm still going Najee Harris. I think – that offense, it fits him well. It gives him opportunity to just run the ball down your throat. Obviously, the line last year was not great. He had a slow start. He had a pin in his foot. Not the best Not the best thing to start off your season with. But as the season went on, he got better and better and better. I really like Zach Charbonnet. I think he's my third running back off the board. Mm-hmm. Or it's either him or Kendrick Miller at the moment. They both bring almost the same skill set. I think Najee's probably a little quicker, a little more elusive, but I'm still going with Najee. I like that offense. Charbonnet could go to a good offense, but to me too, I feel like you can get more for Najee Harris at this point. I think you could trade Najee Harris and get more back than just getting Zach Charbonnet. I think his value is just higher too. So that plays a role in that for me. Yeah. And I think we might be having a different answer after the NFL draft. You know, if Zach Charbonnet goes to a landing spot where he's obviously going to be getting the workhorse load for the team, Zach Charbonnet all day. Mm -hmm. But I think Zach Charbonnet is on that kind of that fence where he could be the workhorse running back, but also I could very easily see him becoming part of a committee, being the one A of a committee and, you know, him being the in between the tackles guy, you know, and them having a smaller, maybe more shifty receiving back. You know, I can see Zach Charbonnet being in that. And if he's in that kind of role, I would much rather have Najee Harris. Yeah. By the way, the Lions have just signed David Montgomery. So by the time you hear this, that'll be old news. But RIP wow. DeAndre Swift. RIP Bijan to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that was a betting favorite. Well, guess what? Not anymore. So this is a really hard one for me. So I'm just going to kind of talk it out a little bit. So (laughs) Najee Harris has regressed every year in the NFL. I know it's only two years, but still, he has regressed. I mean, yards down from 1,200 to 1,034. He has not regressed in the touchdown category that stayed the same. Receptions went from 94, I'm sorry, 74 to 41. Yards went from 467 to 229 touchdowns stay the same so he's scoring the same amount of touchdowns not racking up the yards or the receptions we know what he's going to get however when we're talking about how many places there are for zach charbonnet to go to get this type of workload it might be minimal houston has an opening i think because i don't think damian pierce is the guy long term Everyone's projecting Miami. I don't think they're going to take 
Well, they just traded for Jalen Ramsey, so I don't think they even have a pick where they can get Zach Charbonnet. If he goes to Buffalo, Josh Allen's still going to steal a ton of carries. If he goes to New England, you could just throw his career right out the window, looking at you, Sean. So the places where he could go and be a three-down back, there isn't many. Mm -hmm. So as much as I would love to say, give me Zach Charbonnet, I'm taking Najee Harris. I don't like Matt Canada. Remember, we thought that Ben Roethlisberger was the problem in in Pittsburgh. Guess what it really was? It was their shitty offensive coordinator. I'm hoping he gets fired like week four. Chevin Nooney is going to be in there calling plays for Kenny Pickett. (laughs) Kenny, sling it. Sling it to Deontay. You know what I mean? (laughs) Whatever. Just let her rip, tiny hands. So I'm going to take the guy that I know his only competition is Jalen Warren. Sign me up. Give me Najee. We are all aboard the Najee train. And, Sean, because I'm so friendly to you, keeping track of what all our consensus picks are in case you want to make some fire graphics for it. I don't think Jalen Warren's a slouch, though. I think he's somebody I would want to go grab. I like Jalen Warren. I think he's a guy I would – if you need a running back that is maybe not your top five guys or four guys – Jalen Warren is a good pickup. Go try to snatch him for a small, a lower pick, especially with all the hype in these picks right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't. Third I have, round pick, Chev. Huh? Take a third round pick. Yep. Thinking yeah. the same way there. Let's do the last one. The two hundred two, Devon Achain. Say it with me, everyone. Devon Achain. There you go. Not. I will not say his name ever again. We're not out of touch here. But at the two hundred two, would you rather have Achain or? Isaiah Pacheco, the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. Chef, we're going to start with you. This one actually kind of sucks because I can see a world where Pacheco, they pick up another guy and maybe he's not the guy anymore. I can also see where the other guy goes to a team and he just doesn't make it. I'm not going to say his name because, you know, I don't want to get yelled at. But the other guy has a lot of athletic ability. Isaiah Pacheco plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, which gives him a lot of opportunity because Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. I think I'm sticking with Isaiah Pacheco. I don't know how long his career is going to be there. He's probably a guy I'm trying to flip right now, trying to just, you know, he had a great year. I'm going to get what I can. But I think Pacheco, he's in an offense that's great. He has Patrick Mahomes as quarterback, accurate. He's going to find him anywhere over the field. And, you know, that line is not bad either. I think Isaiah Pacheco runs hard. He's somebody that has size, somebody that I can trust at the moment. And that is the guy I'm going with. I'm going to stick with Isaiah Pacheco at the moment. I'm going to stick with Pacheco, too. I just think he's more physical than A-Chain. To be honest with you, he's a very good receiver as well. Not to say that A-Chain isn't. I just think he's a better receiver. And talk about a steal of the draft, seventh-round draft pick for this guy. I mean, they have some other guys there. I don't think that they're going to bring CEH back. They didn't franchise tag him, or I'm sorry, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. And why would you? You found a guy in the seventh round who's been more reliable. Then you got Jarek McKinnon there who played pretty decent too. So the Kansas City Chiefs, they need some things. They do not need a running back. I think they'll probably take a wide receiver high. And I'm going to wait till everybody goes Blows their lid because the Kansas City Chiefs took a wide receiver. I'm going to stick with Pacheco here because I think eventually, if Pacheco has another good season, you get more than a 202 for him because everybody wants a piece of that Kansas City Chiefs puzzle. Nate? If I'm sitting here at the 202 and I'm looking at, hey, do I pick up Devon A. Chain or do I get Isaiah Pacheco? 
What if I just told you, let's go get David Montgomery. I'm so excited about this news. I have to talk about David Montgomery now. The news might be old when you're listening to this podcast, but only by about 24 hours or so, hopefully. <laughs> so you're going to be interested on what are we doing with David Montgomery? We just watched Jamal Williams have one of the most productive seasons from a goal line back who runs only in between the 20 yard line of the end zone. Basically uh, he, do you see the workload that Dan Campbell was willing to give to Jamal Williams, you know, outside of the goal line as well. You know, he got, a, a, he was the lead back there. There was a reason they're paying money to David Montgomery. David Montgomery profiles very well to be a similar player to Jamal Williams. DeAndre Swift will get his, but man, I think David Montgomery is going to get a lot of work there and get a lot of touchdowns. I think he's, he's going to be, you know, a top 24 running back there with the lions. And Isaiah Pacheco, I, if I'm picking up one of these two guys, I'm going to go with Isaiah Pacheco. I think both of these guys are likely to be committee backs. And Isaiah Pacheco, I'd rather have the committee back on the Chiefs than just about any other offense. So I'm going to go with Pacheco. I think these guys both have you know similar risk with their ability to only handle so much of a workload and also only have so long um, as featured backs in, in their career. So I'm going to stick with the guy that I know is already doing it and is doing it with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm actually surprised he's the 202, if I had to say so. I feel like there's so many other players I would rather take at this point. I agree. I don't, I don't know what the mock drafts have looked like. I haven't been able to get into many of those at the, at the moment. But, you know, I saw Tank Bigsby the other day at 211. Give me – oh, my God, give me that. 211. Oh I saw God. that. There's no that, way. That's criminal. The 211 for Tank Bigsby. Ty J Spears, I think I would take over this guy. Like – I and Zay Flowers. I, I mean, there's plenty of other guys that I am probably taking over him at the 202. I will just I'm gonna leave that there because Nate went off course, which Nate I respect because I didn't really want to choose one of those guys. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I think there's plenty of other guys I'd rather take at 202. Well, also, I'd only go after David Montgomery if you're a contender. Yeah, well, <laughs> Nate, he's great. He's good. Nate yeah, misunderstood the assignment. But I don't think you're going to, because I'll tell you what, if you like breaking news like that, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Our group chat right now is just blowing up. Oh you can God. be on the cutting edge talking to guys like me, Chev, Nate, Bob, Pork, everybody. Get Zach. in there. Visit all our other sponsors. SeatGeek. Talk about Patreon Spreadshop. Links are down below. Underdog. Use the promo code. It's all below in the description. Till next time, everybody. Chev and Nate. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you in the Patreon chat soon.